Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. AM 657 kHz, that's where we are at on this beautiful, beautiful uh, uh, Tuesday evening. And this is the Tuesday edition of uh, Intimate Moments with me, Godfrey Moabi. I hope that you had a great day today. And, uh, of course, you are looking forward to the new day. If at all, this day was a day that you wish that uh, you can just forget. Let me just uh, tell you that, uh, hey, tomorrow is going to be much better than um, this day is going to be much better than uh, today. So just uh, keep on holding on. Never ever lose hope. Never ever uh, lose your faith because uh, we have to rely on the one that created everything. And of course, uh, all these things, they don't take him by surprise at all. If you read the Bible, uh, most of them were prophesied that they will come to pass. And uh, some horrible things have already come to pass. And uh, we have... Uh, actually survived under such miserable and uh, bad situations. And sometimes I think about our predecessors and the fact that the first or the early pandemics of life uh, didn't wipe them off the face of the earth. I'm thinking about um, the first world wars, the second world wars, and uh, flu pandemic, and uh, what is the Great Depression and all that. I mean, we found them here. We found them intact. We found them strong uh, as if nothing has happened. So what I'm saying is, hey, we just have to hang in there. If, if it comes to pass, we have to go back to the archives of life and learn from our predecessors in terms of how did they make it. And today we are privileged because we have the Word, we have the, the Holy Spirit, we know about the Holy Spirit, we know the name of the one that created us. Unlike them, they didn't know anything, they didn't have anything except uh, maybe the little faith that they had, but we all know that... Uh, it comes from him. It comes from uh, the source of life. And yeah, we can learn a lot from them and say, hey, if they were able to survive, we too can survive. So hang in there. And I would like to say this again. I've had pe- people t- t- talking about it, that uh, the fact that you're experiencing this problem, it simply means that it cannot destroy you. As a matter of fact, you are, are stronger than the, that problem. I, I can give you an example of uh, how I've heard of uh, the calamities that befell a lot of people. And I'm, I was like, my goodness. But you look at other people and they're still strong, they're still surviving, and you get to actually uh, you know, stand in awe of the strength that uh, the grace that is at work in their lives and you look at your own problems comparing them to their problems you begin to think ah mind these people look at this woman she lost the whole of her family i mean the wife the, the, the husband the children and she's all alone but she's still standing so compared to matata let me toughen up a bit. So, sometimes we get encouraged by, by what other people are going through in life. And of course, we try our best to encourage them as well. Many people across South Africa are being blessed and encouraged by the Radio Pulpit devotional magazine, The Word for Today. This publication places the gospel of Jesus Christ in the hands of more than 100,000 people every day, inspiring every person, from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives in the streets. 
Each edition contains daily scripture-based devotionals and inspiring articles to help you grow spiritually. The booklet is given with the compliments of Radio Pulpit, but your donation, large or small, will help us to print the next edition and continue being the hope of the gospel to a world in desperate need. The Word for Today. Get yours today on 012-334-1200 or subscribe online at www.radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. AM 657 Kilohertz, we're just going to give thanks uh, to the Almighty for all that He has done in our life. Sometimes that's all we can say, sometimes that's all we can give, and uh, sometimes, yes, that's all we uh, can live for, just to give Him thanks. And uh, because we know, Hori, uh, our strength comes from Him. Uh, 24-7. Today being Tuesday, we'll be welcoming Mpose Banyonui in a little while. and she's, she's going to be encouraging us as always, helping us to uh, deal with certain issues of our lives because each and every one of them is called um, individually and uh, specifically to deal with certain issues of life. That's why really different people and that's why we're not being called the body uh, of uh, the Messiah for nothing. Remember the body is made up of different uh, parts. Yeah, some are hands, some are fingers, some are feet. And what is important though is that uh, the, the, this, this, these members of the body must be connected to the head. And that is when each and every part, each and every member will be able to function effectively. And the uh, head is not going to try to become the feet, etc., etc. If you see confusion in what we think is the body, then you must know what it is. Either this is not his body or uh, the members of the body are not connected to the head because once we connected we connect to the head we'll be doing everything in harmony we'll be doing everything in peace and when the head says go this way the food is not going to reason but it will just follow suit well she's up next right here on Radio Puppet your daily companion even during these uh, uh, challenging times if you need prayer please send your request to Prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za We are here 24 hours a day with the message of hope, faith and love on 657 AM. On we are joined by Mpo Sebanyo. Mpo, good evening and welcome once again to Radio Puppet. Good evening, Godfrey, and thanks for having me in. Yo, to, uh, tonight's show is a very different one, I would say. It's relevant in a sense that uh, it came uh, during the time when the metric results have, have just been released. Uh, all in all, what's your take on the... Uh, the, the, how, how our, our children have done in general. I know that uh, um, uh, what's that? Free State uh, still occupies number number one position. I think two years in a row, if not more. Yeah, that is true. Um, we are actually grateful to see how most matriculants have done well. It's really encouraging, most especially that we had a very bad year last year. It wasn't a good year. It was um, a very challenging year for, for, for our grade 12, but we saw them pushing, you know. It's a year that nobody ever experienced in terms of, you know, 
new ways of studying, you know, studying visually. So everything was just quite different. And a year where most people experienced many kinds of problems, family problems, um, a lot of jobs, you know, a lot was happening. But we just saw our grade 12 was pushing and showed that, you know, they just uh, uh, get uh, whatever they want to achieve in life. Even, even so though their 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 studying pattern, the the teaching pattern were completely disrupted. I mean, they were used to being having the teachers every day at at school. Now all of a sudden, they had to be tutored through you know SMSs and and all that. That means most of the work uh, fell uh, squarely on their shoulders. And here they are today. Uh, they've done exceptionally well. We are proud of them indeed. We are so proud of them. Yes. Be that is may, Mpo, we all know during this time, not only this year, many don't do the way they expect. And uh, some of them bend up about committing suicide and the like. What can you say? Uh, let's just address this whole issue. I know that uh, there are different parties that must be addressed just to make sure we don't have uh, another loss of life uh, because of uh, suicide, in, because of uh, kids. I feel horrible. they have disappointed their children and all that. Yeah, I mean, they have disappointed um, their parents, you know, sorry. <laughs> come again? I'm saying they have disappointed their parents, not their children. I think I said kids have disappointed their their children. I should have said their parents. Yeah, you know, in, in like unlike many other grades, when it comes to grade twelve, um, the expectations are very very high. The person here, the party here, is not just the child. It's not just the teenager or you know the person that is doing a trick, the matriculant. Many parties are involved, including children, including extended family members. Actually, I meant, <laughs> I'm repeating what you said, yeah. <laughs> including parents, parents, mm-hmm. extended family members, peers, and society at large. You know, so there's so much pressure on the matriculants. So as a person, as you are, um, you know, busy writing the exams and ensuring while you're waiting for the results, you know that there's so many people that are looking up to you. There's so many people that have high expectations, more especially the parents, um, and also the external family members. So the, the child has got so much pressure because they want to ensure that um, you know people around them they actually you know they please people around them for whatever reason. So actually, uh, every child has got dreams, um, no matter how they behave due to uh, teenagehood, you know, difficulties, but they still have dreams. They, when they, they grew up, they always had dreams. So for them to reach to matric is a clear sign that, you know, they are just pushing, they've been pushing throughout their 12 years to eventually get to a point whereby they pursue their career. So once it happens that, you know, a, a child, you know, a, a doesn't make it, or rather, they get undesirable results because everybody has got dreams. When they're in a trick, they'll say, I want to go to varsity next year. And, you know, the expectation would be you have to come up with a BD, you know, bachelor's degree uh, um, certificate. So if, you know, you don't get that, then it becomes a disappointment. With some learners, they will just say, as long as I pass my trick, you know, um, you know, it depends with the goals that one has.
So if you just told yourself that I just want to get on a trick and eventually don't make it, then it, it becomes a disappointment. Um, so you cannot blame young people for feeling the way they feel at this point in time. I know this much as we have quite a number of learners who have made it, but we still have those who are disappointed by their results and their parents are disappointed by, you know, what their children have uh, produced. And um, you find that you have a child might have pressure from, you know, some peers who have made it and they feel that I'm the only, I'm the only one who hasn't made it, who hasn't made it. And such really, it creates so much anxiety and so much um, disappointment. You find that a person will feel disappointed, but, you know, I've disappointed myself, I've disappointed my my parents, and they feel confused sometimes. They become very angry. Um, they become confused most especially if they work hard. If they work very, very hard, um, then they, they ask themselves, but then what went wrong, you know? And sometimes they will blame themselves or blame people around them. Hence, you find that, you know, there will be those who, like, attempt suicide. So our topic today, we are saying, don't let, you know, those undesirable results make you lose focus or rather make you, you know, abort whatever dreams that you have. Yes, you have tried and, you know, you've got the results that you received. That is not the end of the world. In a short sense, it is the beginning of something positive. In the past few weeks, we have been talking about the importance of adopting a positive mindset, um, a, a growth mindset. This is a time that you start you need to start looking at your life differently, that, you know, failure doesn't mean the end of it. Or rather, not getting what you desired, it doesn't mean it's the end of the world. It doesn't mean you are actually your failure. So that, those results are not defining you as a person. It's just uh, um, the results that happened this year, and you will feel, like I mentioned, that you feel disappointed. You feel, won't feel good about it, of course. But it's important that uh, um, you embrace, you know, your emotions at this point in time. Number, number one, you need to give, your, give yourself time to process what has happened. But of course, it depends also with your your support systems. You know, as parents, this is the time that our children need us more than they ever needed us. So for the child that hasn't made it or for the child that hasn't received the grace that they desired, it is important that you give them support more than ever. Never blame the child because the child, where, where the child is right now, they are disappointed. They feel they've disappointed you, and they um blaming themselves. So you blame them. I'm beginning to wonder point. if the word disappointment should be mentioned in all this. Uh, you know, when you speak to to your children, should they use the word disappoint or should they just maybe use another one, uh, just to make sure that. Uh, um, they, they get encouraged, the children get encouraged because it, it looks like it's a very uh, a strong weight. It looks like it's a very heavy weight that can end up weighing uh, kids down. How do you, uh, you know, show uh, some form of support without feeling or make them see that you are disappointed, but to encourage them? Because I realized one thing for that. Most of the times we ourselves have not uh, accommodated, you know, failure in our lives. Therefore, we don't know how to deal with failure. So everything 
that's got to do with failure. It's like it's a failure itself, you're failed, etc. But then how do we make sure that uh, you make the best out of the worst situation? The child has, uh, has failed or they didn't perform well. How do you make sure that you use the very same uh, environment, the very same situation to encourage the children uh, to work better or to do much better, to again prepare them for the failure that is coming? Because one way or the other, uh, we are faced with failure on a daily basis. It can be after metric or it can be after university when you cannot find a job or it can be after you know when you try to start your own business the problem is in most cases we don't we are not prepared for failure so when it comes it finds us unprepared and that's why we end up sometimes not uh, you know making it absolutely um we come from an environment whereby failure has never been encouraged it's like you have to try something once, you don't make it, you have failed. Maybe you need to redefine the word itself, failure. Instead of saying failure, you say, you know, I haven't succeeded. Or I haven't done as much as I would have loved to, 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 to perform. But the word failure itself, how it has been defined, once a person feels like from childhood, once a child feels like they have failed their parents by doing something wrong, and to them, if they start, you know, uh, um, blaming themselves that I am wrong for me to make mistakes, we, we have equated mistakes to failure. Once a person makes a mistake, then we believe that we have failed. So it has been perpetuated even in schools, whereby for those children who cannot cope, and they believe that they are failures, and a child starts looking at themselves with that outlook that I am a failure in life. So we have to understand, we have to make our children have an understanding. We need to create such an environment, an encouraging environment, a supportive environment, whereby we make our children understand that regardless of whether they made it in whatever, they made it or they haven't been, if they haven't made it, they are still in love. Whether they made it or they didn't make it, they're still very wonderful. They're still powerful. They're still creative. They're still, you know, they should know that that little mistake that they made, that made them not to succeed, is not supposed to define them. It's never supposed to define them. Once that defines them, then it becomes a problem. You know. So when we grow up, we're told that you haven't made it, you're a failure. Then a child has that label on their forehead that, and I feel that therefore, even people around me, they look at me and see such. And as a result, it kills their confidence. They don't believe themselves. They grow up not believing in themselves. They grow up, you know, having loss of esteem. And as a result, you know, they try to live a, an impre- a, a life of impressionism, trying to be perfect, while you know that nobody's perfect. You know, so it is very crucial that we make our children understand that in life you will be making mistakes. Some things you won't try it once. Some of the things you'll try it one, twice, three times. And it's important that you tell them our stories of where we come from. I mean, very few people would say I, there's no time, there's no point in life where I didn't make it. Majority of the people, they repeated metric or they found themselves repeating certain courses at university 
or even at a lower grade, you know, they're repeated. But we keep such as a, as a secret from our children. Then our children look at us, they think that we are perfect human beings because of our expectations. And quite often, we want to achieve what we couldn't achieve ourselves through our children. Our expectations of our children is, to, is for them to reach up to the level where we couldn't reach based on our limitations. So we need to make our children understand that they should be who they are, they should be comfortable in their own skin, and understand that regardless, as long as we have tried hard, then, you know, it means at that particular time, they haven't tried hard enough, but they can still try harder. And even for the child who was playing last year, because there was also the range of the matter is there were those who were taking it light. But for them to forgive, for those children to forgive themselves, as parents, we have to make them understand that, yes, last year you might not have tried hard enough, but this year is another year we can try, you know, to do something else. We need to make them understand the options that are there. Help them to process the fact that they haven't made it and understand that, you know, there are options. They shouldn't think that it is the end of the world. With a growth mindset, if you remember quite well, we have indicated that, you know, um, with a growth mindset, people understand that, you know, I can still get help from other people. So you reach at this point in time, reach out to other people who can give you more information about the options that are there. Absolutely. And also, and also it's important that um, we understand, which is also part of the growth mindset, that we understand that, you know, you need to change maybe the strategies that you were utilizing last year. So for you that you haven't made it this year mm. or in the previous year, mm. the chances are the strategies that you utilize, things yes. like your study skills. You need to review your study skills. You can still you go can, back and, and do it all over again. Come again? I'm saying they can still go back and they can do it all over again. And this time around, they will succeed. Yes, yeah, those are to the initial sense. Most people, they think that there are no options. Mm-hmm. And going back, it means you rewrite. Sometimes you can actually do supplementary. Mm-hmm. There are bridging courses out there. Most especially if you pass and you didn't pass well. Mm-hmm. Let's say you wanted to go to university and you find yourself that you, you got a diploma. Mm-hmm. Then you can still do a bridging course. Uh-huh. And there are TVs out there which are community colleges that people tend to look down upon. Mm. Those community colleges are very, very crucial. What I like about such um, colleges is that they accept you as you are. And once you're there, you, you, you start getting in touch with your talents that you never knew that you had. Mm. And but you can still go there and pursue your degree later on in life. After that, we'll continue. It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to, someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text? Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression or anxiety, speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 64 530 6805 or 074-995-9085. Our I Am Youth Counseling Team 
Charles Dudoy and Danny Vambili are ready to connect with you today. At Radio Pulpit, we love the interaction we have with our listeners on all the social media platforms. It is also our way of giving everyone a voice that can be heard all over the world. Unfortunately, we have been experiencing huge difficulties with WhatsApp for a while now, and we are now forced to find a viable alternative. That alternative is called Telegram. Telegram is an app that works exactly the same as WhatsApp, and it uses the same telephone number as well. All you need to do to be able to chat with your favorite presenter is to download the Telegram app onto your phone and send your message or voice note the same way you always did. We will then be able to receive and answer your message faster and the privacy on this app is much better too. So, whether you have an iPhone or an Android, the app pick is a white paper plane in a blue circle. Please download the Telegram app right away and make life easier for everyone. Be doers of the word with 6:57 a.m. Sounds of life. We're still with Mempos uh, Banyone right here on Radio Puppet, your daily companion. But there is a lot that is going on, but Gilabahamdimuka uh, experience because they say experience is the, the best, best teacher. And I think again, Ronare uh, Lebatsadi, we can do a lot of. Uh, it can help our children a lot once we share these experiences uh, to actually enlighten them to know exactly what is expected of them, uh, what can be expected of them, and uh, just in a way to prepare them. Like sort of well, no hurry. They can go to those colleges you mentioned, and later on they can go and study for for their degrees. Uh, one of the things that they have to battle with is the issue of your competition. Like uh, they are those battling they are bright at school. They have received distinctions and all that. The next thing, but so-called like a issue, yeah, yeah, bazaar. I know that now when I lead the NSFAS and all that, this can be a thing of the of the past, etc. But but sometimes you go there, you've got friends, and before you know it, or subconsciously you are competing. And when you hear that they've gone to UJ, uh, they've gone to VETS, anyway, now you you are going to this the so-called uh, unknown. You know what I'm saying, institutions. So you might feel, I'm not, I'm not successful, I'm not succeeding and all that. How do you then advise people? Each and every one of us on our list on calling and we might not be going to the same institutions. And simply because you're not going to the same institutions does not mean the other one is better than the other. So the issue of competition, mm. how can we eliminate it or make make it you know, to work uh, to Look at it from the positive light instead of making using it to destroy us or to have jealous jealousy over those that we were at school with. I mean, it happens most of the times. And the next thing, because hey, you are bright school. Now and now I graduate and as far as and all that. How do we deal with that one? Yeah, I think basically it's about how we. Like it goes back to the agreement whereby you know children were compared, you know, in the sibling to be compared to a sibling that you know uh, this other sibling is better than you, and as a result you learn to look down upon yourself and believe that you know for me to be accepted as a person that is you know acceptable in the community, therefore I have to be like other people. So we really need to change our mindsets around that, whereby we understand that we are all different. We are all created differently. 
you know, we always hear people give an example that, you know, even our fingerprints are never the same. Why? Because God has treated all of us differently. And so is our 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 our, our journey. Each one of us has got our own journey. So my journey and another person's journey will definitely be different. But once I compare myself with another person, unfortunately I'll be making a huge mistake because I don't know what you know where are those people heading to and you know wherever that they're heading to and we don't understand the resources they have around them that makes them to be where they are. So what you need to do is just to, to focus on yourself. Competition can be very, very unhealthy. I usually say if you're not in a business, don't compete. You can compete with that when you're in business. You do it also in a healthy way. But once you start co- competing with another human being, you're making a big mistake because you try, you're going to try to live this, other, this person's life. They're living their own life, and they're comfortable living their own life, comfortable in their own skin, but you will be trying always to live that other person's life. You know, let's give an example with a fish. And, and, and whatever animal in the field. Once a fish can try to, you know, attempt to compete with a bird, for instance, it will be making a huge mistake because if, if, if some birds can be in the water and still fly, while, you know, and, but they can't swim as the way the, the fish uh, swims because the way we are wired is different. We are being wired differently. So we need to accept ourselves who we are. Self-love is very, very important. Knowing who you are, knowing what your goals are, knowing what your plans are for the future. Once you have such a focus in life, there's no way that you'll be bored. Of course, it, it looks, to a certain extent, you'll feel like you're not taking second behind in life. You feel that way. I'd encourage yourself, you know, come back to your senses and encourage yourself. But by the way, if that is future, and this is Imagine. Let me rather, you know, embrace the journey that I'm going through so that I remain being focused. Just like the people who are running. You know, the runners, usually they have, you know, people who are racing, you find that they have those, uh, what do you call it, those lines. And some one person will be right there, there at the back, and the other one will be, you know, in front. The one with a longer, you know, uh, a distance, that they put them there at the front and the other one, you know, the one that is at the back, they have to come cycle. That's what really happens. So they might, it might appear as if the one on the far left-hand side, you know, will actually finish before this one. But mm. that's not the case. That's not the case. So each one of them must just focus on their lane as they are running. Once you lose focus and look at other people, you lose it and they will make it. You know, focus on your life, put it as a race, but, you know, your own race, running your own race, but not competing against any other person. Mm. And, and sometimes they need to be told that it's not how you start, but how you finish. Because, I mean, uh, the, the struggle is, is uh, I don't know what to say, it's, it's, should I say it's long or what? Because uh, there are so many hurdles that are awaiting them. That are, I mean, that's the realities of life. And for, unfortunately, we cannot promise them uh, life where they can get all these nice, nice, nice things and success without any, any challenges. A of roses. Yeah, yeah. So unfortunately, we can't mm. do that because we'll be selling a lie to them. We'll, be, we'll really be telling lies. But then, unfortunately, when we are raising children, usually 
we, we, we create that impression that life is perfect. Mm. Hence, when we go through stuff, we don't share with them. We don't tell them, you know, the hardships that we go through. It's like that children, some, most children, they grow up thinking that, you know, you know, my, my mom is actually, for her to be where she is, it was easy. But we don't take them through the struggles that we went through. Once you do that, you know, once you share with them, they're able to realize that nobody's perfect. And you can also give them an example with people that you know out there who have made it in life, that you see by them, you see that particular person today in their own very powerful company, or they are the greatest millionaires in life. You know, mm. can give an example with people, um, a person who created the, yeah. the bar, body calling, still, still, ever. You know, you were told at school mm. at a very young age, you that, know, when you were still in primary, mm. actually his mother, in the first grade, his mother was called. Now, now let's talk yeah. about, let's talk to the parents that um, most of them have the academic background who tend to not support uh, their children's dreams, their children's uh, career choices. For instance, you are a doctor, uh, you are married to a lawyer, so you want your, your children to f- either follow you know, all, all your careers when, you, uh, when they want to do uh, something like art. Most of the times, uh, parents don't support their children. How important is that to make sure you help the child uh, to do something that they, they love. I mean, if, if she wants to become a musician, you can take them to, to varsity to study, uh, you know, arts and all that, instead of discouraging them to do that. How important is that for you as a parent to actually learn to support uh, the child to do what they desire to do, instead of what you want them to do? You know what makes us not to support them sometimes? is because we don't know them for starters. Because if you know your child from a very young age, you understand their capabilities, you understand their abilities and the talents that they have, you wouldn't compare your children with you. Because that comparison goes back to the issue of comparison, whereby you compare your children with you that I'm, a, I'm an academic vessel. I need children who will be academics as well. You know, forgetting that, you know, gifts, we have different gifts. And you can still, a child that is doing arts, the child that is very artistic and uh, decide to pursue career in arts, they can still make it even better than a lawyer. You know, it happens a lot. As long as the children are in a position to swim in the sea where they are comfortable. But once we limit them, we are making a big mistake because they will follow certain careers in order to please us. But eventually they're not likely to make it. Hence, you find that some children, they will actually hop from one course to another, whereby, you know, they pass their grades well. And once they're adversity, you know, they, they decide otherwise. But no, actually, I, was, I thought I was good in medicine. I'm actually good in this. You know, it limits that children become limited by doing, following the, the careers that please their parents. So it is very, very crucial that as parents, we don't try to let our children live our lives or live our lives through our children. It is very important that we get to know them better and understand how them, you know, we, we, we actually help them develop their skills and their, children and, and their talents so that, you know, we tap into their abilities by so doing. Once you 
you are able to identify a child uh, uh, um, as then by so doing, you are actually letting them to be, you know, the sky will be the limit because they fly as high as possible to see something that they were made to become. All of us, God made us to become something in life. At once, I'm being forced to become a doctor or a lawyer or whatever it might be. Then I'll be living my parents' life in a child who lives an unfulfilled life. And sometimes it leads to suicidal thoughts when I told my feel like, you know, but I don't want to do this and I keep on trying to please my parents and it looks like I cannot even make it in trying to please them. And they end up, you know, feeling suicidal or also starting to cope in a very negative way whereby they start taking drugs or any kind of substance in order to cope. So if we say we love our children, it is important that we embrace their gifts as well. We nature, you know, we nature their nature. You know, when we nature the nature, it means the nature of your child, you nurture it, you water it, you make sure that it grows and your child becomes a better, a better child. And it's never too late to do that. Yes, of course, the earlier you identify that gives the better, but also, even if you, you, you have them discover that it's later in life, it's never too late, unlike forcing them to pursue the gifts that we don't have. Well, what else can you share with our listener with regards to this in closing? Okay. In closing, I just want to say uh, to the matriculants who have or those who didn't pass, nothing should stop you from reaching your goal. Including your bad grades, nothing, absolutely nothing, nothing. Just go back to your book. But number one, engage with your emotions. Accept the fact that you are disappointed and you are happy, and reach out to people who can support you. And also, don't ever forget that it's not it is not the end of the world. It's not the end of your 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 your, your dreams from being reached. And don't ever compare yourself with another person. Understand that. You have been created to run the race that you are running now. So once you compare yourself, you'll be having a trouble in, you will actually be more discouraged. So ensure that you focus on what, focus on, uh, on what, how, what is it that you can do to improve your grades? What is it that you can do to ensure that you still reach your goals? It is never too late. We are left with everyone. We don't come from us. It's just like this, you know, less than 10 months for you to reach your goals to be able to listen to achieve whatever that you want to achieve for next year. It is never the end of the world. And remember, God should be your strength. It's important that you hold on to God because God's promises are yes and amen. Whatever God has promised you about your future, it shall be fulfilled. It was not the time, but the time is coming. Mm. Please give us your contact details for those who would like to talk to you. 082-859-0009. 082-859-0009. Yep. Ms. Banyoni, relevo
Thank you so much. That was um, Pazibani on Radio Puppeti, your daily companion. Yeah, we're looking forward to learning a lot from her. So, Tuesday, as I said, in the next hour, we'll be joined by Tadana uh, Sylvester Makuele. So, brace yourself for what she has in store for us right here on Radio Puppeti, your daily companion. Give your faith wings. Explore life with 657 AM. It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to, someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text? Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression, or anxiety, speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 064-530-6805 or 074-995-9085. Our I Am Youth Counseling Team, Charles Dudoy and Danny Vambili, are ready to connect with you today. You can now buy your favorite programs and series of the past 38 years on eCompanion, Radio Pulpit's own online shop. Revisit programs by beloved presenters like Justice Chungu, Cecile Berger, Esti Geldenais, and Pastor Aaron Jelly. Books and CDs from various authors and artists, as well as Radio Pulpit t-shirts, caps, and other branded products will also be available on eCompanion, your one-stop soul food shop. Visit radiopulpit.co.za and click on Shop. T's and C's apply. Give your faith wings. Explore life with 657 AM. 657 AM.